This is Owen Tinder Jones. I'm Owen Vaughan Williams. This is Tash Harden. And you are listening to the Owen Tinder Podcast. Hello and welcome to another Coleman How to Dream Our Favourite Football Things mini-series. We are looking today at what is genuinely one of our favourite football things, I'd imagine. Uh, our favourite moment of Euro 2016. I feel like we could probably do a whole, we could do a series on this alone, I'd imagine. Um, so, uh, Ruth, do you want to kick us off? Well, I think it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because there are there are genuinely kind of like, mini moments aspects of the games that i that i love you know Hal's goal obviously um just the joy of watching that three nil game against russia it was just like i was watching it thinking this is us <laughs> this is us in the euros doing this you know um the nail-biting nature of um the northern ireland game so that there are lots of ebbs and flows, but I know you wanted to talk about one day in particular. Yeah, I, I think, like you said, there's so many mini moments, and I, like I was going to say, I'll save the Slovakia thing. But like, even the, the the day we lost to England, I was on a school trip in Montreal, and I just didn't go on the excursion that day and stayed in the hostel and watched the match. And uh, when we scored, I jumped up and jumped around the place. There was this the pool table which had like. Were wooden boards on it which is where they put the breakfast out each morning so I was kind of sat around watching that and a few people had gathered to watch the game when we scored I jumped up and absolutely lost my mind as you as I as everyone did and as I did there was this bloke who was walking towards me and I thought he was kind of in, involved in the game and I went to give him a jumped on him give him a massive hug and he just just pushed me off and told me to f off um, he was just joining the queue for the breakfast uh, stuff, which was on the pool table. So even even in defeat, I had a funny story. The, the Russia game, the same. I remember I watched that. I think we watched the second half together, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, yeah. First half, I shouldn't have, but I watched it with my then year six class at the time. And I remember when we went 2-0 up, thinking, oh my God, this is an absolute dream. And I was like trying to get the kids to calm down. And I was going crazy. And I turned around and looked at one of the boys, Samuel, who was stood on a table in my room, shouting his little face off. And I was just like, oh my God, I, there's a chance I've lost control here, everyone. Um, and... <laughs> Um, the, and everything that went around then go like I went to the Northern Ireland game um, I flew overnight I got to Paris and they said they're not letting any football fans into Paris unless they've got a ticket for the match I was like oh don't worry I've got a ticket for the match and the, the guy at the border controls was like oh can I see it please and I was like oh no my mate's got it in Paris so uh, they almost didn't let me in after I'd flown overnight and I would I was on the verge of tears and I had you can imagine I had no sleep I'm stood there with all my Wales football clobber on. I've got Griff, the, the cuddly toy dragon, in my arms. It's just like, what is this man doing? Like, he's clearly a lunatic. Just let him in. It's easier. Um, and everything that went around that day, not just the the win, um, uh, but uh, watching it with my, my friends who I've watched Wales and, and suffered with Wales with for years. Um, it was just, that was a very special, special day. Um, and obviously the Belgium game we've already talked about in the series, so I won't, I won't bore you with that one. But um, the... Again, just an unbelievable day. Even when we lost to, to Portugal, I was back in Cardiff for that and just went out celebrating and drinking with my mates even after we'd lost the match just because it was, you know, the end of an unbelievable experience. Everyone kind of sharing their favourite memories. Even that was a great night. But uh, the day of Slovakia, 
um, was one of my favourite football days. Like Ruth and I had just started to kind of become closer and I didn't know whether Ruth was going to come out and watch the match with us or not and uh, kind of hold up in this weird little bar in Boston which was showing the game and we basically emptied the place because we were shouting and screaming so much um, and a load of our friends came out because obviously England were playing afterwards so they said they'd watch the match with us we were going to watch the England game with them so we had a few drinks and I remember the whole place had been emptied apart from us, us you know probably about 10 of us shouting and cheering and then Hal scores his equaliser and I can remember just losing my shit and like it was, there was like a cent the, the bar was central in the middle of the room and just running laps around the bar um, until I realised there was a family having like a, a lovely family dinner on the other side of the bar and they were just so confused about what was going on but even by the end they were congratulating with us and cheering when we were cheering it was just just such a like everything you expected to happen everything you dreamt would happen Wales scored brilliant Wales scored again brilliant oh my god we're going to win the game even better um, and then we went to the bar across the road which was the England bar in inverted commas which what I felt like wasn't a great decision. I remember even walking in and there was someone there saying, oh, you've got a Wales shirt on, why are you supporting them? And I was just like, well, I'm from Wales, mate. And he was just like, are you going to support England today? I was just like, did you just support Wales? And he went, no. And I said, well, I'm not going to support England then, am I? And he just went, you dick, and walked off. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Um, but most people were pretty decent with us. And we kind of, I thought we were quite well, well behaved that day, don't you think? I thought we were incredibly well behaved. I remember, I remember when, when um, Russia equalised, like both of us like biting our tongue and trying not to react and you giving me the like, Ruth, behave, eyes, just <laughs> don't react, don't do anything, don't step out of line here. Because um, I'm, I'm not sure we'd have been quite accepted at that point. I know, I, I, I would tend to agree with that. Um, the, the bar went completely quiet, didn't it? <laughs> And uh, and it was just so surreal, apart from us, I felt like probably us two just like stood there staring at each other with big grins on our faces, trying not to say anything. Uh, and then, of course, you know, our perfect day got better because then they showed the group on the big screen and all the England fans were and of course you and me and probably a very select few others were stood looking at that group with tears in our eyes and massive smiles on our faces and, and bellies full of beer. It was it was just such and like everything you think you want to happen when it actually happens and then is better than you think it could possibly have been in the first place it was just the only th i mean the only thing that would have made that better is if england had lost but even then i just wouldn't have cared it was just such an unbelievable day and it was just absolutely perfect yeah i remember at the end of the game just we were hugging and and I think I was crying. I think we were both crying. And I was like, we did it. We did it. <laughs> and that's all I could get. That's all I could get out was we're, like, we're actually there. We scored a goal. We won a game. We did it. And at that moment, that was everything. I mean, and when, when what happened next, of course, just the whole thing just snowballed and escalated and, and, and just became so unimaginable. But what happened that day, that first game, that was that was as much as I think any of us had ever let ourselves dream and hope for. And to, and to be able to tick all of those boxes on the first day, it was just like, <laughs> well, we can all go home now. Yeah, this, exactly. is, this is fine. This is like, this is enough. Um, Cancel the rest I, of the think, tournament. And I think ironically, because it was enough, it made everything else so much more enjoyable. 
I agree. I agree. Every everything, every moment was a bonus. Every little, you know, Gareth Bale's interviews. You know the 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 connection with the fans. How the you know the media coverage that we were getting as a nation. All of that was just. It was such a joy, and it was just so much more. And I, I, it was it was just a magical few weeks, wasn't it? But that was that was the day that kicked it off. And I, I very nearly didn't come to the pub that day. I'd got yeah. into my habit of you know listening to games on the radio and enjoying my own little kind of world. And uh, and I did get booted out out of the door, <laughs> frankly, to, to to come into town and, and watch the game. And, uh, and obviously. I'm, they did yes absolutely it was just it was like I, I remember saying in one of our previous pods that if i could have a video of a moment like me and my mate celebrating angelos caristea scoring would would be up there but I'd, i don't think i'd necessarily want a video of that day but i would just love to go back in time and and relive that day um i remember and I'm, they won't listen so i have no problem saying it but uh, a colleague of ours from work her husband came to the game and he's very annoying um and very english and had the he had a bet that uh bale would score first but wales would lose 2-1 and when they got back to 1-1 uh, he was uncontrollably smug because he was convinced that this was going to happen and to be fair you know they were probably the better side at that point after this after they equalized as well and um when superhal scored i think and I could just be kind of glamorizing this in my own head, but I think my first reaction after just about to skip and do my laps around the bar, I think my first reaction was to turn around and give him the middle finger. I think that's actually what I did before I could even contemplate <laughs> celebrating was calling him a tugboat to keep that one going. And uh, it was it, it was just brilliant. And I just, like I say, just to re- relive that. I can remember getting ready in the morning and just... I couldn't. I like. I couldn't eat. I. I felt sick. I like. I have a memory that I like. I just. I started just thinking about what was to come, and I think I just started crying in the morning. Like it was just. It was an a, a unreal day, and I like. I, whenever I tell these stories to to Joy, my wife, or or any other normal, sane, functioning person, they're just like, "This is ridiculous." But I. I think. I think for everyone, like, who's involved in it all, you can't explain to anyone what what it meant and it was more than just we've never done this before like even now i think i can't even fully explain to anyone why it meant what it did but it just for for, for everyone who's gone through all the crap that comes with being a wales fan at that point like it was just unbelievable and it was just i could not have planned out a day to have gone any better than that um it was just brilliant, and the only worst, the only thing that happened that was negative was I remember going to a different bar uh, at the end of the day when most people had sloped home, and I still wanted to celebrate and drink, and uh, going to a bar with our colleague Jason, who he said, "Right, what do you want from the bar?" And I said, "I don't really care. I just don't want another Guinness." I went to the loo, came back. Jason had gone, but there were two pints of Guinness on the bar. Uh, so I kind of got halfway through one of them. I was just like, oh my God, this is horrendous. Jason never came back. I still, to this day, don't know where he went. Um, and then I went home and I promised my mate, Steve, that I would play football the next day, um, just as their spare man, so to speak, if anyone was needed. And within 10 minutes of the game kicking off, uh, one of the boys, Boomer, 
tore his Achilles and we I was the only <gasps> sub. So Boomer, bless him, had to come off. And I was absolutely furious with him because I was so hungover uh, and then had to play a full 80 minutes. Like, let's not forget, in June in America, like, it was so hot. Like, I was sweating Guinness and cider and everything after. Like, it was just horrendous. I will say we did win and I did score. So it kind of been that horrendous, but it was just one of the most painful 80 minute experiences of my entire life anyway i have talked for ages now and you haven't said a word with um i'll stop what is your favorite memory of euro 2016 um i I think that day will always be really really special um i think the 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 other memory is just being in your flat watching the watching the belgium game yeah and the, the the crowd that came out and that sort of thing but i actually saw the Portugal game in New Zealand because oh, yeah. I was I was on my I'd gone to see my sister I'd traveled between the Belgian game and the Portugal game so we were up the game kicked off at like 7 a.m or something in Auckland yeah. and we we got the whole troop we got out to the pub and we were the first people lining up outside the pub at like 6.40 to make sure that we got, we got in and we didn't miss anything. Um, so we were having like pints and bacon sandwiches at seven o'clock in the morning watching that game. Um, and I remember my sister's uh, fellow, when, when the result finished, he was, I could hear him saying to my sister, is she all right? Is your sister all right? Is she going to be all right? And, and I was like, I'm all right. We were just in the semi-finals, um, so so that was that was weird. The whole kind of dynamic of that was very weird. And there was more Port- There was probably more Portugal fans in the bar than Welsh, actually, which I hadn't expected. So that was interesting. That was interesting too. And it was the first time I'd really been in. Um, like had a mix of apart from the England game, had a mix of any kind of dynamic with the crowd that we were we were watching the watching the game with so that was it's that was its own sort of sort of weird um but yeah it was just it was just a great few weeks wasn't it it really was and you know we were lucky that we could live that out together and then to come home and everything else and yeah. i i then got married 3 weeks later so like i will never ever forget the year of our of our wedding but <laughs> because of, in reality of the 3 weeks that preceded our wedding but um yeah like it was without doubt the best 6 weeks of my life and I, you know from starting the games to going to france to so then concluding that summer by getting married it was just absolute like just perfect absolutely perfect and uh let's hope that 2021 is the same hopefully not with another wedding um i don't think joy would be happy. i don't know actually maybe joy would be happy i don't know um but yeah it, it, it was just absolutely perfect and let's and let's hope for more of the same in 2021 um so um have you got anything else to add there ruth no no i'm just reminiscing it's all right <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we could do this one forever. I do think at one point during all this that we should do a, a full Euro 2016 special of some description. But uh, but anyway, um, let's uh, let's draw the line there. Thank you for listening. Our next one will be our favourite football moment um, beyond the obvious. So uh, again, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Bye bye. Bye.